Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Garkey. Um, it is almost 11 o'clock here out west. This uh, this week, I'm going to be out of town. So I won't be doing a full-scale, you know, games list and news headlines. Um, like the actual full show until Tuesday. However... Um, today, or tonight, I want to give you guys one episode before I leave. Now that the divisional matchups are set, I'm going to give you the picks for those, and quick recaps of Wild Card Weekend, and I'll be out. So, for my NBA, uh, NHL, and college basketball fans, I will see you guys next week. For my NFL fans... I don't mean to segregate, believe me, other sports fans, believe me, I don't want to do that, but I feel like I want to be different than other podcasters and just go, yeah, I'm on vacation, so I'm going to bolt out. No, I'm, I want to give you guys one episode before I go, especially with the two-year anniversary of this show coming up and how much this show means to me and how much you guys downloading this show means to me, I feel like... You guys deserve at least one episode out of me before I go to Cancun to uh, listen to Luke Bryan and all his buddies party on a beach. So, with that being said for today's show, I'm just going to, like I said, I'm going to go quick recap with the wild card games and then give you my predictions for the divisional round now that those games are set. So we're going to start with the recap for the wild card games. We had four blowout games. And two really close games. Started with the Bengals and Raiders. Uh, Joe Burrow finally breaks the Cincinnati curse. The Bengals win their first playoff game in franchise, well not in franchise history, but for the, the first playoff win since 1990. So for the Bengals, congratulations. Uh, that sets you up with the Kansas City Chiefs, who, by the way, have returned to normal. As far as an offense, 42 points. Um, that's going to be a heck of a matchup with Buffalo. And I'll get to Buffalo in a second. But my quick wrap-up of uh, the Chiefs-Steelers game. It all centers around Big Ben. If this is his final game, congratulations to Ben Roethlisberger. Heck of a career. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Especially over Eli Manning. Yes, I know people in New York are not going to like that, but it's true. I, I think Big Ben is more of a Hall of Famer than Eli Manning. Just because Peyton, or not Peyton, um, Big Ben is top 10 in passing yards, top 10 in touchdowns. And Eli, if you look at his actual career numbers, they're average at best. And then you just have the two blips with the two Super Bowl wins against Tom Brady. So yes, as far as Big Ben, if this is your last game, congratulations, and it's been an honor to watch you play for your entire career. So as far as the Chiefs are concerned, they're fine. They're ready to go. Even without Clyde Edwards alone, Jerk McKinnon has been the guy to pick up the slack, so to speak, for the Chiefs in the run game. And the Chiefs off and the Chiefs wide receiving core is just doing what they do best. 
So nothing surprised me with the Chiefs. Um, Buffalo. That offense woke up. I think they are the first team in postseason history to where basically you had seven possessions and excluding the kneel down, all of them are touchdowns. Do I think Buffalo will do that again against Kansas City? No. In fact, I'll get to the scores in a sec. Or I'll get to the scores after the recaps. But, no. I, it's, you know, my predictions after the recaps. But, no. I Buffalo's good. Did they put the AFC on notice? No. Because, remember... And I've said this all year long. I am on the Buffalo train wagon now. You can go back to the season preview and say you're full of shit. But, you know, because I did pick Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl and the AFC side of it. But, um, Buffalo didn't really prove anything to me other than they're really good offensively. And the defense found a way to slow down a rookie quarterback. Congratulations. Now let's see what happens when you actually have to play a really good quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Speaking of, let's see how the game I want to get to. I'm going to save the, because the Bucks won. It was the Bucks game. Simple, even without Leonard Fournette, even without Cyril Grayson, even without Sean Murphy Bunting, even without Ronald Jones. The Bucs still put up 31 points. And the defense, which is getting healthier. They just need all their corners back. Hopefully, Sean Murphy Bunting's back in time for that game. But the Bucs played really, really good. And the only downside from that game was Tristan Wirth's injury. He's in a walking boot now. Uh, Arian says they'll know by Friday if... He'll be ready to go. Uh, Ryan Jensen's hurt with an ankle, but he gutted it out and played. I'm not saying Tristan Wirfs didn't. He gave it a shot, and it just was too much for him. So I don't know how serious his ankle might be, but uh, when I break down the divisional round game with the Rams, it's get it's going to get a little scary and hairy with the predictions there. Uh, let's see. One, two. The middle game... With Dallas and San Francisco. You know, I'm going to move that one last because you got the blowout games. I already mentioned the Chiefs. I already mentioned the Bills. Actually, that, those are the only two games I have left. The Monday night game and the Cowboy game. So, I'll just start with the Monday night game. Rams fans, congratulations. You got Matthew Stafford to win a playoff game because Matthew Stafford didn't have to do much. Cooper Cup didn't have to do much. Your run game actually performed really well. Cam Akers, to his credit, looked really, really good coming back. But what really scares me as a Bucks fan, especially going into Sunday, is your front line. That front line is phenomenal, and I will give their props. They are phenomenal. That's definitely right. In fact... I said it, well, I didn't say it on Friday, and I didn't really say it on air, but I'm saying it now. Of the three matchups the Bucks could have had, that was the one matchup I didn't want. So Rams fans, 
Congratulations, you're now going to scare the limit shit out of every Buccaneer fan heading into the week. You know, congratulations. OBJ actually is producing what he should do. Instead of being an overhyped little prima donna, he is actually playing well. Um, so Rams fans, I want to give you your flowers. Your team's good. I respect them. And when I get to the predictions, it's going to be really, really easy for me to say that this will probably be the closest, tightest game of the four heading into the weekend. So, <laughs> that's my props to you, Rams fans, and your team, really. And then, the Sunday night, or the Sunday afternoon game, the other close game of the season, or the other close game of the weekend, I should say, the... Cowboys blew it again. They lose to the Niners 23-16, although Jimmy G did have a pick. He almost gave that game away. Um, Dallas, what, I mean, what else is there to say? How about them, Cowboys? Boy, you guys really do know how to disappoint people, don't you? You really do. That's actually what your, your team is really good at. I mean... Zeke didn't even do much on the ground. Your team had, what, 14 accepted penalties? 14 accepted penalties in the game? And you want to blame the ref because the ref was doing his job and had to spot the ball because that is his job. As lame as that is to say, the ref did his job, Dak did not. Dak ran, and instead he gave the ball to the center. So, Cowboy fans, I don't know what to tell you. Your team had several chances to win this game. Because, and for starters, your defense, which, yeah, did get a takeaway, didn't really slow down the San Francisco run game. So, I don't know what to tell you, Cowboy fans, other than your team fell apart when it really mattered the most, just like I've said all year long. Those cow the Cowboys as an organization and even the players in that organization have to prove to me and maybe all of us haters that you can win and get to an NFC title game first. Do that first. And then maybe, maybe, we'll consider you a Super Bowl contender. But until then, too late for that. Alright, so, where are we? 11 minutes in? Cool. Uh, now I'm just going to go through the predictions. I'll split them down best I can. Uh, I got four games, of course. Titans, Bengals, I'm going to go with the Titans, purely based for Derrick Henry. I like Ryan Tannehill, but I like Joe Burrow better. I like Joe Burrow's weapons. I think Tennessee's going to have a hard time slowing down the wide receiving core that uh, Cincinnati has. I think Jamar Chase could go at least for 200. I think Joe Burrow will, he's going to have to at least throw 30 times for the Bucks for the Bengals to have a chance. So, that's about it. Other than that, Derrick Henry, if he's at full 100%, or at least at 90, he'll be good to go. 
I'm going to take the Titans as far as the score. 24-17. Uh, Titans over the Bengals. In the late game on Saturday, I've got the Bengal I've got the Packers over the Niners. Simply put, Jimmy G's going to find a way to screw this up. I know Aaron Rodgers has not beaten the Niners in a playoff game, but he's due at some point, right? So with that run game that Green Bay does have, and they do have one, they have a good enough one to at least alleviate the pressure. And without Fred Warner, I don't think the Niners will have a chance. Joey Bosa has a concussion. Who knows if he'll be back in time. But with all those question marks in San Francisco, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Uh, let's see. 31-17. to 31-17. I really do. I think both road teams are going to only score 17 points. So it's not a fluke there. Uh, I know I love Debo Samuel too, but you're gonna have to do a lot more than Debo and Kittle in order to really do that. And Elijah Mitchell is good too, but I just don't see the Niners doing much after that. And then for the Sunday games, you know what? I'm gonna save the Rams and Bucks one for last. Let's go to the evening game, the really late evening game for all the for all the people out there on the East Coast. Um, you got the Bills and the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. This will be the highest scoring game of the weekend. I think first team to 40 wins. I'm going to go with the Chiefs 42 to 35. And then this last game, the Rams and the Bill uh the Rams and the Bucks. I know it's going to be the first game on noon out noon here out west, 3 in the east. The simple thing is simple. You know who I'm picking. But as far as the confidence level right now, it's at a 6 or at least a 7. I'm still confident for this reason and this reason alone. The Bucks need to run the ball. They absolutely have to. What would put this confidence level up to a 10 has to be Tristan Wirth's health. If he's able to go, then there is no doubt the Bucks will win this game. Will any will this game be a blowout? No, absolutely not. I think first team to 28 will win. So that's where I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Bucks over the Rams 28-21. The only reason I do not have the Rams winning this game is because guess what? The Bucks, now that we could be fully healthy, hopefully Murphy Bunting can be able to play. But and uh, again with Wurfs, but on the defensive side, it really boils down to if the Bucks are fully healthy, the way we shut down the number one rush offense in the league. I saw all you people in the mainstream media think, well, well, Philly's got the number one rush offense. They could beat Tampa. <laughs> Please. Only had 44 yards rushing. That's sad. We, you know, so what I'm saying is we're gonna sh we're gonna be able to shut down the run game, and Matthew Stafford's gonna have to do what he did in Week Three. He's got more weapons around him this time, but one of those times Matthew Stafford is gonna do a stupid mistake, and I think that's gonna be the difference. It'll be a turnover. I think this game's gonna be tied deep into the fourth, and it's gonna come down to a turnover 
from Stafford in order for the Bucks to win. So I'm going to go 28-21 again. Went six for, I went 6-for-6 six six on Super Wildcard Weekend. So hopefully I'm going to go 4-for-4 four four and keep my perfect streak alive. But the winners, again, are as follows. Titans over the Bengals. The Packers over the Niners. The Bucks over the Rams. And the Chiefs over the Bills. Those are your winners for Divisional Round Weekend. With that said, I will see you guys Tuesday. Again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm out of here. I'll be out of town. I'll see you guys then. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Austin's Audit Podcast. And I'll see you guys Tuesday. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. If you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, Hey Alexa, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Amazon. Uh, yeah, if you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, Hey Alexa, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Amazon Music. And if you have a Google Chromecast device, just say, Okay Google, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Google Podcasts. There are two ways to watch this show. And yes, Instagram followers, you can actually watch this show. It's going to be a lit. You can watch this video this time. Uh, it's going to be a little short, but uh, follow me on Instagram at Austis Bamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. That's A-U- Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow this show on Rumble. Search for A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's capital A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. In Rumble, please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have all 323 episodes of the Austin's Audit Podcast. Remember, like, comment, and share. One of these days, this show will be one of the best shows on any of these platforms. You can also follow the show's Facebook page. Just give it a like, give it a follow. Click subscribe and you'll have both the audio and video portions of the show. And, 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 and. Oh, you know what? Well, actually, let me finish this read and then I'll give you my final take on the, uh. Actually, no, I didn't do the take on the Rams. But anyway, uh, if you want post-show interaction, just follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. And I will see you guys later. I was running through the list, sorry, and I uh, dang near almost forgot that I did actually go over the game with the Rams and the Cardinals, but anyway, once again, thank you guys for watching and listening to the podcast, I'm gonna, I gotta hit the hay real quick, but peace out, I'll see you guys Tuesday, and once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast.